0: Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan.
1: Hello, I'm Sheila.
0: And ho-ho, are we here for more Vincenzo? So we learned something fun this week that explains a lot about how Vincenzo is structured. Uh, and that is that when originally aired, so obviously, you know, they, have, they had commercials originally, I assume. And it was yep. two-hour blocks of television because, you know, yep. they're an hour and a half each. So that all makes sense. But it turns out they were originally aired one on Saturday night, one on Sunday night. So every week there would be two episodes of Vincenzo. And if you're wondering, why does every even-numbered episode have such an amazing cliffhanger? Like, that it makes you desperate to watch the next episode, but the odd ones don't so much? Yeah, that's because the every even episode was supposed to carry your anticipation to the next week. Whereas the odd episodes just had to carry your anticipation for one day. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. That they put that much thought into how to structure the show. I, I really yeah. like to see that.
1: And the funny thing is, is that I think it was 17 and 18. Yeah. They- extra week they between them for some reason it didn't air when it was supposed to supposedly they were uh fixing something or re-editing something or whatever i don't know nobody's clear about why there was that break i mean after all i got this information from wikipedia right uh,
0: so the
1: that it did win an awful lot of awards.
0: Okay. It might not have won the best uh TV show at their Emmys, but it did win a lot of awards. And I'm very happy to hear that. Because, you know, yes. and it obviously even in- it deserves it.
1: I think it was in Japan, it was the best foreign. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Best foreign TV show? Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh. Anyway, let's get into the episode because spoiler alert, it also has uh, an unbelievably intense cliffhanger. Okay, so Whew. we're doing I mean 14, yes.
1: 14.
0: Yep. Uh which is, I gotta say, the biggest cliffhanger since uh the end of the shootout. And is he gonna oh, figure June out Woo. who Jun Woo is? Yeah. That moment. Like it's the it is really the biggest cliffhanger since then. So Let's get into it. Oh my god. Alright, so we pick up, and I say this every week, we pick up exactly where we left off. With uh, Jun Woo being escorted out of the building, covered in pig's blood. (laughs) Oh man. Four, Uh, three, two, one. Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) Uh, And then the prosecutor comes in. To arrest uh, Jun Woo for his anti-union activities, because remember, they got all the files from the Vision Group. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then, of course, Miss Choi screams at everybody to stop filming it and present your evidence if you have any. You know, because remember, they they had just walked out of their meeting with the prosecutor, like, just an hour before all this happened. So obviously this is a game that is being played. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, But they do get brought in, right, once he's had time to take a shower. (laughs) And, but, Cha-Yung and Vincenzo have also been brought in because, you know, they were responsible for handing over the evidence. So, the prosecutor wants to straighten everything out, right? And, unfortunately, as they say, there's no providence for that video, where the guy, uh, where the the head of the Vision team is screaming at his second in command, his guy who uh, you know corruptly works the union for him. Yeah. So they're like, "There's no provenance of that video. You have no proof that we that you know any of the management of Babel have any. Uh, what do you call it? Are are ordering directly, right? The the Vision team to act like this. So you have no proof. So there's nothing we can. Uh, so there's nothing you can hold him on."
1: it's i mean she's good at her job oh yeah because of course they're saying that the pig's blood thing wasn't an assault it was just just a prank between friends yeah right looks at at han siok as he's known jun woo yep
0: i know uh, and then we get something really great. So remember how they decided, oh, let's uh, let's go run over the union leader the same way we ran over uh, Cha Young's dad, right? Lawyer Hong. Uh, like, I'm, I'm sure that'll go great is what they said to themselves. But uh, it turns out it didn't go great because when they tried to do the same thing again, they got another guy who was, you know, getting uh rolled for something else you know going wow. to be going to jail for something else and they bribed him gave him two hundred thousand dollars to run yep. somebody over and get a list they did the exact same thing except then sha young and vincenzo go to see him and are like hey you know what happened to the last guy who uh <laughs> who did this for them he got murdered in jail to shut him up <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like "Uh uh-oh maybe i shouldn't keep my mouth shut so he is now willing to testify that he was in fact bribed by the vision team to run that guy over oh that's pretty good (laughs) that's that's pretty good but again miss Choi does the exact same thing over and over, which is you don't have any proof that management was involved. Like yeah. I, this might look bad, but where is your proof that management is in any way involved? You know, uh <laughs> and then you get a one of the best convert like one of the best uh back and forths between uh Junwoo and Vincenzo, where he's like, so what, you're a hero? In all of this, I mean, Jen's like, no, I'm just as much of a scumbag as you are. You are. Yeah. <laughs> I just clean up other scumbags. Yeah. Damn. Oh God. He's such a wonderful
1: character. And it turns out that Jun Woo was born in the year of the snake. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's such a nice end
0: point. Again, not as meaningful for us because we don't have, uh, you know, Chinese astrology, right? Yeah. But it is nice that he was born in the year of the snake. You she know,
1: was. No, so, no, no. She not.
0: was. That she was she born. Cha yung Cha was born in the year of the snake because she's crafty. She's crafty and she's sneaky. So, of course, she was born in the year of the snake. Oh, God. And then we get to the meeting because apparently, once again, we are just constantly. <laughs> constantly having uh information withheld from us until the exact moment so that, that we yeah that we you know i mean some of it we probably could have figured out but they're always like at the last possible moment oh by the way here's what was really going on in that scene <laughs> oftentimes one or two episodes later it's kind of nice I-, I do enjoy that structure uh we find out that the all of the anti-union stuff was just to keep their uh the company's eyes on that, and if they got some good stuff, they got some good stuff, but they knew the vision team was good at covering it tracks, but they figured while we're so they're so busy covering up the union stuff, we can find the paper company that they use to hide their assets and money launder yep ah, what a plan <laughs> such a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh because my enemies. god yeah all right
1: <laughs>
0: yeah you distract your enemy and you strike where they le- when they least expect it oh yeah and as he said the no matter how bad the charge is right no matter how bad the charge is we're not going to get June Woo that way no like we just can't he's too insulated but hey You know, we'll get them to formally recognize the union. You know, we'll embarrass them to the point where they have to give into the union's demands. So that's something. Uh Oh, God. And then we get uh, kind of a pivotal pivotal scene where Mr. Seo and the the vision team leader are being (laughs) interrogated. And so the former chairman stands up and says, this is where you take over.
1: I will. (laughs) Yeah, this is where I take over. It was all my fault. Yeah. I'm the only one who was responsible. I was running the company in my brother's absence. Yep. (laughs) All my fault. I will take the fall for this. (laughs) I mean, it's a good move. Yeah. Uh, And he has, you know, and he understands his brother's going to throw him over the bus anyway. Under the bus anyway. So why not? Why not pick a time? (laughs) Yep. And then Jun Woo says, oh, don't do this. Yeah. You don't have to do this.
0: (laughs) And then who comes charging in? The corrupt prosecutor. Yes. The chief prosecutor. The chief prosecutor. The one who's running things. The one who they threatened to murder. And Vincenzo got his son into the (laughs) (laughs) the Soccer. soccer team. Yeah. So the guy who everybody is trying to corrupt. He comes in and is just like, obviously, we've had reports that there are people at Babel Management who are unhappy that Jun Woo has come to take over the company, and so that's why they're do- you know they're implicating in stuff that he knew nothing about, and we should be letting him go, and that uh, like okay, well you really are openly corrupt, aren't you? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not even subtle about it. Jeez. I know. Oh, but and this is the key. They. uh, they found a little hint they were looking at every company that uh so we go back to Jipurangi, right, uh. the law firm right and they uh we find out that uh Jun Woo's nickname at Wusang was Jason for some reason no i no idea how that happened and probably should have mentioned that earlier guys uh and the business has been doing uh, the business has had transfers with something called the Jason fund operating out of malta where they don't have e where apparently they don't have easy to access banking information i i don't know anything about malta banking like i'm just i'm just gonna take this as okay they're right you know well yeah i'm just gonna assume they're right about this and move forward so they're like okay this could be the way to hide the money this could be the way they're hiding the money right and the best part is they mr get nam up. says mr nam says uh, vincenzo says you know in all of my days working with the mob i never really had to set up a uh, a fake company to hide money that's not my thing and mr <laughs> nam says well we know an expert let's just go <laughs> talk to him
1: and guess who <laughs> oh, God. They get down to the balloon store oh, again. They go down to the balloon store, and as she says, she can cook the books. Yeah, that's her <laughs> whole job. Oh, it's so wonderful! <laughs> and so <laughs> they want a presentation. They want a presentation for how and to. He's going, oh well, what are you going to pay me for this? Well, no. Uh, and then Vincenzo yeah. reminds him about being. Almost killed in the freezer. Yeah, remember that time they almost murdered you? Yes.
0: Yeah, uh, and it's like maybe you want to get some revenge for that. And of yeah. course, the 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 accountant does want some revenge for that. <laughs> oh God, I love the balloon store. I love the balloon guys so much now. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's Boy, so they turned them from the villains into just nice supporting characters. Yep. It's so fantastic. Oh my god. Uh then we get a uh you know a scene with Wu Sang and the two brothers, right? Yeah. And uh <laughs> and we have this great power play where obviously it's um right, obviously what happened was the chief prosecutor got them out of this, and that's why they you know threatened him and bribed him in the first place. But uh you know yeah. the chairman was also <laughs> Yeah, but the chairman was also, the former chairman was also willing to put in, uh, like, to sacrifice himself if need be. And, (laughs) of course, he wants, you know, a little applause for this. And there's a great interaction between the two of them because he knows, like, um, Jun Woo knows he's being manipulated by his brother, but he can't, like, scream that in a room full of people. So he has to play mind games and say the wonderful line, don't worry, like, uh, when I need you to sacrifice yourself for me, it's going to be something a lot bigger. Then you'll actually be able to prove how much you love me. (laughs) Damn! (sighs) Oh, he's so good. And it's in this scene that, again, all of the places where they're paralleled, right? All of the places where they're paralleled throughout this show why did it never occur to me until this moment that both uh, June Woo and Vincenzo have a trash brother? <laughs> Why did it never occur to you? Yeah. It, for some reason, if I noticed all of the other ways these characters are being mirrored and paralleled. Some it didn't occur to me because he, well, because the former chairman's in every episode and like the brother was in, Vincenzo's brother was in one episode at the start of the show. Like, so much has happened since we last saw his brother, his terrible, terrible brother, that I totally forgot that this is another way they're being mirrored.
1: Well, that's because, of course, the terrible, 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 terrible brother, Yeah, you know, has been out of the picture. Exactly.
0: Yeah. But it's like, I should be more on top of things, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Well,
1: there's a lot to be on top of with this show. It's a
0: complicated show. That's all. That's what I'm saying. I guess that's my real message here. This is a very complicated show. Uh, so then as they're leaving, the head of Wusang uh, talks to the former chairman, right? Yeah. And they, uh, they're uh they like, okay, here, here's an idea, right? And, and Sang, the head of Wusang is like, Uh, why did you do that? Like, why did you sacrifice? And he's like, I needed to, I was desperate to get out from under him, you know, (laughs) and he was, uh, and then he has a brilliant idea. What if we team up with Vincenzo to get rid of June Woo? Is that right? Yeah, that's the scene. He's like, I want to meet. He says the scene ends. He's saying, I want a meeting with Vincenzo as soon as possible. Yep. Oh, my God. And then we get the news broadcast, right? And how the chairman's always getting out from under it. And, oh, Team Leader Park, uh, the head of Vision gets put in jail. Oh, dear. I know.
1: <laughs> but he doesn't want to die, so he's not going to squeal.
0: No, no, exactly. He knows. <laughs> like, he knows. And so they have a wonderful, they have a meeting with the prosecutor who's pissed off, right? And that they weren't able to get through it. And then, uh, oh, and then he tells them about the guillotine is- file. But of course, they already know about the guillotine file. Yeah. Or as he calls it, Pandora's box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I mean, the thing is, as, as a MacGuffin, to keep the story going, there being a corruption file that could get everybody in Korea at once. Yeah. Right? That's pretty amazing. And uh, that's, that's a pretty amazing one. And then they're like, uh, he talks about how desperate he is to get it. And we cut to who was meeting with Mr. Cho last episode. <laughs> Who's know. the prosecutor? Yeah.
1: What? I didn't see that coming for a second. No! Nobody saw that one coming.
0: Wow like everything they established about this character and him wanting to do things the right way. And like believing in the system. And he was the one who was talking to Mr. Cho.
1: Yeah. To get the guillotine file. To get the guillotine file. And it's like, okay, so he's willing to push it too. Well, yeah. And Mr. Cho. Yeah. I mean, the guillotine file is, you know, as Mr. Cho said, he couldn't have cared less about the money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is the, this is the interesting part because this whole show over and over again is addressing the concept of do the ends justify the means? Yes. You know, and every character is having to like, well, all the good characters uh, are having to grapple with that question over and over and over again. And I can't wait to see the end of the show and like what, where the show comes down on this. I suspect it's might be pro the ends justify the means based on a lot of stuff that's (laughs) happening, but you never know how a show is going to wrap up because I mean, you can say that, and I mean, this is overly simplistic, so please bear with me for a minute, but like, um, the, if the, one of the places you can draw a line between what is a hero and what is a villain is the idea that a villain always thinks the ends justify the means. (laughs) Well, let's face it. A real villain, uh, the defining factor of a villain is that they don't think that it means need to be justified. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll just do whatever they want. That's what makes them a villain. And, yeah, I'm very... Uh, as, as I say, is, is the difference between a hero and a villain that villains don't have moral, qu- like, moral debates? They just do it? <laughs> or is that overly simplistic again?
1: uh well we'll talk about that after we uh, watch
0: you're that right watch after we out. get through the rest of the show you're right i'm sure ends justifying the means is going to be the one of the main themes we talk about in our recapping the entire show like figuring out what <laughs> this show means podcast because that happens over and over and over again yeah oh my god yeah he panicked they lost the recognition device. And now the prosecutors pissed because they're not going to be able to guillotine file, and and this is the interesting thing. He says, "Let's see if Vincenzo comes up with a plan for how to get, yeah, the the guillotine file, the guillotine file, get back into the yeah, get back into the vault, get the, the guillotine file. It's like we don't want to make any big moves that might reveal our hand." So, let's just let's see if Vincenzo can figure this out, and you stay on his good side.:
1: Yes, and you like, but technically, you know, as you're watching this, okay, so Mr. Cho, in this double life, has been a good guy, I guess. I guess. Like, <laughs> I guess. You know you, I, I, yeah. that's
0: definitely the implication I've been given. It's like, how did he end up? Like, how did he end up working for the prosecutor as well as Vincenzo? Yeah. it's so frustrating and so interesting and then we get back and we have another wonderful scene with vincenzo's mother yes (laughs) it turns out she was making all of the knitting (laughs) was making Chao yung a scarf (laughs) which is very sweet that's very nice and now we get a payoff for something that has been like that i didn't get at all and I'm blaming the subtitles for this one, okay? Right, because he said, "What is the difference between the fi- the the two types of fish?" Yeah, and she said that it's um that it's you know that one has crispy dough and one has softer dough, and he said it's the uh, the mouth way shape, their mouths. The way their mouths are, and I'm like, okay. I think what happened, and it's like, is he supposed to have been misremembering what his mother used to say? Or was it mistranslated the previous time?
1: Now you get to find it out.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, oh, that's what it, like, because she was like, you're talking nonsense. And I'm like, oh, no, it wasn't an error with the translation. No, it's that it was something he was remembering from when he was four. (laughs) Yes. And it was, it was her mother, his mother used to tell him a joke. Which was what's the difference between um, an, in- uh, an yeah, yeah. inchu kan and a bakun kan, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is? And the the punchline of the joke is, well, impu you you have to make your mouth do this, but bangku, you have to make your mouth do that. To yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually a joke. It's not a difference yeah. between the thing. It's a joke for children. Yeah. But he, <laughs> but that's all he remembered, and because he was four, the last time he heard it. So he actually thought it had something to do with the fish. <laughs> it's very sweet. It's very sweet. And it's like something from three episodes ago. So it drifts like, it's not like they came back to that a bunch. It's just this, nu- it's just this great moment where you're like, oh my God. So he really has been affected by memories of his mother more than he realizes.
1: Yes. Because and he of course- didn't realize he was telling her joke. Yes. But it, well, he didn't. No, it was just a memory from his mother, and it was not exactly.
0: Funny. Yeah, and like he didn't think of it as a joke. He just thought it's like he accepted it the way kids accept things they're told. Yeah, and it just became one of the things he accepted in the back of his head, and he never thought more about it than that. Because why would he? Uh, you don't have a lot of chance to eat, you know, fried meat, fried dough, meat treats, <laughs> like shaped like fishes when you live in uh,
1: the rest sorry, of the world,
0: when you live in the whole rest of the <laughs> no, world,
1: it's like bear claws. Always remember. I uh, use bear claws as the, uh, as the, the
0: defining thing. No, beaver tails. Beaver, beaver tails,
1: tails. tails.
0: Yes. Yeah. Bear claw is a different, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's very interesting how they got these little moments to remind you of that stuff again. Yeah. And like, and to say that, yeah, there's like more of his mother in him than he realized.
1: And cha young finally connects
0: yeah like this
1: is this is her first she looks Real. at it.
0: oh okay, now she sees what's going on here oh,
1: so this must be his mother yep yeah, this is her first, and of course you've forgotten that the mother has put an envelope in oh yeah with the with yes. the scarf, and then told cha young read
0: it when she gets home, yes. It not yeah. to read not re- to read until she yeah. gets home. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. This yeah. is this is yeah. going to be important later." Yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you don't see them setting things up. Actually, I'd say most of the time you don't see them yeah. setting things up. Sometimes you see them setting things up real nice and clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what that scene was. Uh and so now it's time for the uh the the phone call where the head of wu <laughs> sets up a meeting with Vincenzo. And well, it's not the head of wu it's it's whats your face No, 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 no. The head of wu is setting up a meeting with Vincenzo. Oh, and he's at the exact saying, same time, Miss yes. Choi is calling Italy. Yeah, has found the brother. Has found the scumbag brother. And is and, Skyping oh. with them.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And her English is it's so perfect. I know. <laughs> I love that. Her awkward English. Yep. So it's like, again, paralleling. You have one brother looking to portray with Vincenzo, and then you have Vincenzo's brother. Yeah. Oh, at the same scene. It's so well done. And then we get it's back to the balloon. Uh, it's back balloon to the ball- the balloon guys who have finally, he's finally getting his famous prospector friend who owes him a favor to come and look for the gold for free. Yep. Uh, And at the same time, our, uh, our beloved hacker <laughs> is standing in the back of the room, trying to discourage them and getting so pissed off that this is so like how difficult this is. And I, I gotta say, like, <laughs> The one thing that didn't surprise me this week is a scene that's going to come up soon, so I don't mind talking about it now, because hopefully everybody's watched this. Uh, (laughs) It's the idea that um, uh, that she was going to have to join the team at some point, at least on some level. Like, there's there's only so long you can spin out her not revealing herself, and I thought it was going to happen this episode or next episode, and spoiler alert, it does happen this episode. Okay, she well, we'll finally... wait until we get there. No, no, but we'll talk about that scene when we get there, because again, it it's a great shock. scene. It was a shock when when it happens and how it happens, yeah. that it's so, like, uh, well, we'll talk about it when it gets there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it, but, it, like, I was expecting it this episode, and I was profoundly not disappointed, for reasons we'll get into in a minute. Yes. And, and.
1: move to the meeting, yeah, between Vincenzo and the ex-chairman yep, oh yes. Han Si,
0: uh yes uh, it's it's just needlessly confusing how many people, because again the the head of Wu sang we keep calling him that because his name is Mr. Han, and the former chairman is named Han Sio, and I'm like, this is not helpful. <laughs> Yes, there's but, literally two net characters named
1: Han in the same scene. Well, here's the thing, yes, is that if you were Korean, this wouldn't be a problem. You're I used know. to it
0: right no absolutely like it's it's only because <laughs> you know we English language people are watching it that we have that we get this confused, and this is why we're trying to use people's titles a lot. Yeah, In order to uh, keep the Well, them because separate. this
1: is the problem. Jun Wu is called Han Siok. And his brother is
0: called Han Siok. Han Siok. And
1: yeah.
0: the head of Sang is named Mr. Han. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, I'm and sure there's,
1: that there's and, a reason. Oh, and for that.
0: by the way, he's named Mr. Ha, uh, is Han Siok, and there's two other Mr. Sios. Yeah. In addition to him. Yep. <laughs> And one Maybe. of them is working for Lamborghini now. <laughs> I know. Well, as they said in the episode, we'll see how long that lasts after the union stuff comes out. But No, he's in Italy. They've, I
1: they've...
0: know, but, uh, well, no, but they said that he's like, oh, you can't talk to him because he's just head out to Italy to work for Lamborghini. But I'm like, well, hopefully they can't drag him back over this corrupt Wu-Sang stuff because hopefully he's living his best life in uh, Italy right now uh you want that the constantly long suffering impressions guy to uh to have a better time uh but anyway th- they all meet at a at the is it the same club where yeah, he met the head of the like bank the okay yeah. i thought so so it's just yeah. it, it's a fancy rich people's club in town yeah. yeah and i think it's the same club where he met the guy but it's hard to tell Uh, It's not like they shoot it exactly the same way. And Vincenzo does a nice little power game where uh, Mr. Han, the head of Wusang, pours himself a drink. And then while he's getting ice for it, Vincenzo takes that drink. Uh, Which is, by the way, both a power game and a way to, you know, ensure that you're not going to get poisoned by these guys. (laughs) Because that's the kind of crap they pull. So, you know. uh, Well, it's, yeah.
1: Well, it was an interesting it's an interesting dynamic, right? Yeah. That that whole scene, because the power plays starts right at the beginning because Vincenzo refuses to shake anybody's yeah. hand. Yep. He refuses to give Mr. Han, the head of Wusong, the respect he deserves. Yep. Simply by his age, not just his title. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so he's, he's doing this. Then he pulls the thing with the drink, right? Oh, yeah. And then he says, hey, I'm not getting involved in family matters. And what's interesting is the assumption that that Mr. Han, the chairman, makes about the mafia. Well, he's mafia. Yeah. How can he even talk about family? And I'm going, did you not see the godfather? Have <laughs> you not seen any of these other things about the mafia? I mean, you seem to have this idea about the mafia. And you that he's this
0: bloodthirsty mafia. monster will, who will betray anyone at the turn of a hat. And it's just, that's not, that's I mean, not. that ain't the way it
1: works. Then, it's and just hey, not. I, I, I'm going, no, no. The family and the family gets, keeps mostly separated or tries to be separated. Tries to. Family yeah. business and all the rest of it. So. I'm going, okay, so I'm not sure. But who knows what they watch, right? Yeah, that's true. We we have no idea because it doesn't seem to be based much on. But it's almost like they have a as 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 um stereotypical or a, an idealized, a stereotypically idealized version of the mafia. Yeah. Uh that Mr. An has. It's mm-hmm. different. On and that that actually Vincenzo has right. Oh yeah. This idea that I've got this code and we've got this code and you don't break the code and but, that's the only time. But right? the thing is, and the,
0: the key part is, Vincenzo knows he's kidding himself. Yeah. Because he knows how his brother turned on him. Like in the well, same that's way. The
1: interesting, th- the interesting. yeah, and
0: it's like his, but uh, but what I'm saying is, it's like he's got Vincenzo wants this idealized version of the mafia to be real. But yeah. at the at his core, he knows it isn't because of how his brother turned on him. So it's like, he's trying to, he knows that it's not true,
1: but he's trying to make it true in his own life. Well, yeah. Yes. He's trying to make it true in his own life, except that he had no respect for his brother. Well, no, he
0: never had any respect for his brother.
1: Right. So this is, this is a problematic and it's still not clear to me whether the the italian couple that and i'm not sure to anybody that adopted him is the family that becomes the dawn because we get a we get a couple of different stories and and i'm going they have been
0: needlessly oblique about that yeah they they really have that is one thing where i wish they'd been a little more clear
1: yeah because it's it isn't clear because what if this Italian couple adopted him well first of all they would have had to have a lot of money to be able to do that of course anyway and then you get some story oh maybe that's it's later on and we'll discuss it All right, we'll discuss, the, we'll discuss
0: it when I see it, it, is it. Yeah, yeah.
1: very very peculiar because the Don is also his brother like like is his yeah. father it's not just that he's the Don of the godfather of the family
0: yeah it's More his
1: actual than, dad it's his actual dad and this is his half brother and his half brother yeah. is older and you know so my assumption has always been no that that the guy then worked it came and adopted the second child and then moved up the ranks moved him up the ranks and had to have because we got that whole business with the uh, th- there's going to be a confusing story. Yeah. And well, he-
0: we're gonna. You know what? Again, we'll come yeah. back to the question of his parentage and the family dynamics in a bit. Like when, because right now all we need to know is for this scene to have resonance, we yeah. have to know, and we do know that at the same time he's saying, "I won't come between brothers, and I won't get involved in a family thing," because yeah. you know, family always has to look out for each other, right? Um, I won't get between family members because that's know who his them. his brother is coming to kill him exactly and but we know his brother has already tried to kill him so we know that like whatever he says about how families are supposed to operate is not his experience and that's all that matters for that
1: scene yeah okay all right so So now we get the
0: let's move on and you go
1: through the scene where they do the presentation (laughs) where where he is trying whatever i can't remember his name but the old gangster
0: yeah the reform the gangster, gangster yeah
1: yeah is yeah. trying to explain what a paper company is yeah. it's so funny yeah <laughs> oh a ghost company no it's a real company it's a legal company no it makes paper no no <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly you know? so it's well we have no idea what you're doing but it's, it's bad, isn't it? <laughs> Jeez. I
0: know. Yeah. And he essentially explains that like, they need a way to hide illegal assets and they need a fake company to take the blame if something goes wrong. And that's how the paper company works. And, right. but the, the thing is because of the way our banking laws, it would have to be set up in like, while they have foreign banks, obviously hiding their money, this kind this part would have to be in korea so you are looking for something here in korea and they're like okay so we need to know where money is hidden we need to know what's going on with banking we need it in korea i guess we're going to go talk to the person who knows the most about this stuff <laughs> a character we never thought we'd see again <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> mr <Mister> na <laughs> <laughs> What? Like how?
0: <laughs> how did he make it back in the show?
1: Hopping uh. chopsticks together.
0: <laughs> oh my god! What a scene! Yeah, that's right. The banker that he had an aff- that Vincenzo had a love affair with to trap him is now working the host of a night as the host of a nightclub. <laughs> Like what? I did not see that. Like, who could have seen this coming? Oh, it's such a good scene. All right, continue.
1: Nothing. What is there to? I mean, I'm just saying the the song. I know. You know, and then, and of course, Vincenzo. It's just can totally strange. And Cha Young says, "But this is a typical Korean club." Yep. (laughs) You know, and then. got the you've got the uh <laughs> the, the heckler, oh the heckler, I know no, I don't know see what what I don't get from this whole scene is why do they think he's a bad singer? No, he seemed to be doing a fine job, as far as I was
0: concerned, oh yeah, but I guess there's always a drunk heckler. Well, and I think what's interesting is how uncomfortable Vincenzo is, because like there's this entire culture of and it and it doesn't exist in like in Western areas as much. But this idea of performance as part of relaxation and unwinding. Yeah. That it's like and that's why karaoke, a an, an American invention from the 1960s did not find popularity until it got to Japan in the 1970s. And then it worked its way back because it's like, it's so interesting, this idea that part of how you relax is by showing off for people. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, it's just, you think of so many Asian countries as having reserved social mores, but then part of any time they want to relax. And I guess because it's part of the restrictive social mores, that any time it comes to relaxation, the move is always, let's get up there and sing and make myself the center of attention. Like, it seems to clash with what we assume about them culturally, but I guess it it is in its own way the opposite. You know, well, it's like, when you unwind, you do the opposite of what you normally do.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's it. And you saw that, really, even at the at the beginning. That's why Miss Choi, yeah. you know, who does her who does her Zumba is yeah. considered to be a little bit weird because she's doing it in public or like in the in office or yeah. in the laundry and she shouldn't be doing it in those situations.
0: Yeah. There is a prescribed
1: I, area for that kind of thing. Yeah. In other words, in okay. And talk, this is another one of those, now that we're talking about it, cultural things that I have missed up until now we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's what makes her probably even more. Um, despicable that she doesn't she doesn't follow the prescribed conventions with this Zumba that's what that's all about whereas when Cha Young does it at the dinner it's okay because they're at the dinner and and everyone's doing a performance and they're all doing performances so Miss Choi has to laugh at it and has to be gracious about it even if she hates it because yeah. it's acceptable in that particular context.
0: In that context, Oh, okay, okay, All and right. that explains. That actually why. makes a lot of
1: sense. <laughs> and this, so that's one of those things we've missed, and I've missed three times through, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, until we started talking about Mister Na and doing his dance performance, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, doing his singing performance, um, mm-hmm. that. It it is it is it's it's it, it is kind of fascinating because i was thinking about um mr Cio and doing his like how formal they were about asking him to do impressions when at the miss choice dinner yeah they just told him to do them right yeah and yet you know vincenzo is very formal about asking him if he wouldn't mind doing you're right something from parasite like I I didn't think about it from that perspective but he's asking him to do something that is a little outside of the cultural norm this is not
0: right. the this is not business. the context for this
1: yes this is not context it is the business meeting but the business meeting was over
0: exactly okay that's and interesting
1: so, mr co is willing to do that
0: yeah i mean
1: this is the business i certainly the japanese love karaoke
0: yeah and apparently, you know, uh, the Koreans here, and as uh, suggesting this, you know, they got these clubs with the singing and the performances, oh, yeah.
1: and 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 yes, and it's because these these um, cultures are very hierarchical, right. very structured, and you can see that consistently because Vincenzo is constantly breaking, knowingly breaking, so he those knows conventions. What yeah, a yeah. lot of those norms are. Now, the one he didn't know was how to drink. Yes. Because it turns out, and we didn't talk about that either. We're not talking about these little things. And I had seen this before, but never had it explained. And that's funny, right? Because in this, so her father, right? The attorney Giparagi's founding lawyer. Mr. Hong, Mr. Hong. Mr. Hong, right is explaining no when you drink you turn your head to the side mm-hmm. to drink right and i had actually seen that at times it's not yeah. always yeah. followed as tightly as,
0: as he, he says
1: but i i i just would you see it was i just thought oh. you didn't
0: realize it was a cultural moray you just thought it was something they were doing
1: well, it's it, well. No, I I sort of understood that. Yeah, there's a culture thing here going on, but to have it explicitly explained in this very helpful. In Nintendo is very helpful, and um, for
0: parsing the other Korean stuff we watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it it does as as I said. You, you learn, which only tells you something about when you're watching our own material. I mean yes. it's quite clear that Canadian television is very different. <laughs> television is very different than American. There is no oh,
0: absolutely
1: try and do American, they fall flat in their face. Oh yeah. Can't do it. It isn't successful. I don't know why, except that it is not part of the Zeitgeist of Canada to produce American style television.
0: We just television. we don't like it here.
1: We just, it just doesn't. And our most famous version is, is the trying to do a Canadian version of The Wire.
0: Oh God. Yeah. That That didn't go well. No,
1: it didn't. Not a good show. And they even got in Linda. Hamilton. uh, Yeah. Right. And it just didn't work. And it just didn't work because you can't, it's just like, you can't set it in Toronto. It doesn't matter. Not even in Scarborough or yeah. in Finch can you set this stretch. That of-
0: kind of show. Yeah. It just doesn't work.
1: No, it doesn't you just, just
0: don't buy it in Canada. No. No. And yeah, and that's the thing. And there are all of these cultural things that we're gradually learning. And as you say, there's so many we're missing that you're picking new stuff up, even as you watch it for the third time. <laughs> third
1: time I'm going through this. <laughs> And I'm enjoying it as much every time. And every time I come to a cliffhanger, I want to watch the next episode.
0: Yeah. All right. So here's the important part. Mr. Nod has had to deliver papers yes. to their paper company before. Right? So he, know, he was the right guy to come to because he's been doing shady banking. They've all had this connection of doing shady banking in the past. And when his dad was running the place, like he was just an errand boy, oh, yeah. you know? And then when his dad died, he got, you know, technically is the leader, but his mother's really in charge. And so he was the one who used to have to deliver documents. And it's like, and he's like, the documents would always get taken in by the accountant, but it was pretty clear to me that the accountant was just for show. And the woman in charge of this art gallery, she was the one who was responsible for all of the financial details. So it's going to be in her place. (laughs) And so now they have a target. And then we cut to a beautiful comedy scene where the famous prospector shows up holding a dog in his hand with a bunch of different pieces of clothing on and a bag all with the Dog Finder's logo. And a glittering gold tooth. (laughs) Because he has given up the search for gold and devoted his life to running a dog rescue.
1: Oh, this scene is so good. Yep.
0: Oh, such a good scene.
1: Oh, my God. He has found his soul. Yep. Yeah, he, he was always so empty inside and. Taking care of dogs has filled him up in a way that has never it has never been filled before.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but and then we get right at the end of the scene, which is a fantastic comedy scene. <laughs> it's right? wonderful. We get a um, the hacker who, by the way, is Miss Seal. So that's don't even <laughs> right. That's four. Yeah. That's four. Uh, is like oh god and it's like she's relieved that this isn't going to happen because you know Uh. anything that keeps her away from the gold she doesn't like and then vincenzo shows up just as they're leaving and he's like has to do another speech to them about how they've betrayed him (laughs) and how it's like i should i should have known you'd never be able to trust me an unworthy mafioso i'll just leave
1: (laughs) and you who goes after the dirty mafioso I know. And Mr. Hunt goes after the despicable Matthew.
0: Oh. So, to talk to him. And then as they're <laughs> relaxed in the hallway and like, oh my god. Okay. Alright. Uh, they're like, okay. I think we got away with that. Hopefully this doesn't happen anymore. And then Miss Sio, uh, Miri, just walks up to them and is like, the okay. The piano player. We- <laughs> yeah, the piano player. Can we just talk seriously about how to get the gold? And they're like, What? Yeah, it turns out I was wrong. She isn't the hacker that stole my implication that was she knew because she was one of the hackers that stole the guillotine file. But no, she's the person who designed the software for the security system. Yep, and yeah, she it... feels and she feels quite understandably that she is as much entitled to that gold as anyone is. <laughs> Like it's all stolen gold, so you know, I'm as entitled as anyone since I built the system. You own the you bought the building, I built the system, you know, potato potato. Yeah, it
1: is. I mean, it was so funny when when you were saying she's the hacker that stole the ghost in, and I was biting my finger again. (laughs) But the important part is,
0: the important part is because she built the system, she thinks she can hack through it without setting off the bombs. That would collapse the building if you try to tamper with it, because that is the thing that they established right at the start. But we didn't mention, we haven't talked a lot about. There is like a tamper-proof thing on there that the place will blow up if that happens. Yeah, and it it makes it
1: clear that it's a demolition program. That it's a
0: demolition program, and they mentioned that in like episode three or four, and it hasn't come up since. Because why would it? But I assume it's going to be important soon because they went out of their way to mention it now. It's uh, so funny, so
1: and there's and there's there's poor there's poor Young. Why is everyone so talented? I
0: know. <laughs> Why what? am I surrounded by all these secretly gifted people? <laughs> oh God, she's wonderful. <laughs> uh, well, it's we we making another... a
1: statement about first impressions. Oh no,
0: absolutely. You oh, know, absolutely. No question. Everyone has. These hidden depths. Every character has a surprise to offer, yep. and then we get a just a beautiful scene where they try to make the building tries to make peace with Vincenzo by uh, <laughs> Mister Tuck and the woman who runs the uh, restaurant, the the cafe, right, yeah. coming up to apologize <laughs> and bringing him a memo that everyone got together to write about how they trust him.
1: Aww. It's it's such a beautiful scene. Yes, and she brings it... him food because he has refused he will refuse to go down and have anything to do with them of course.
0: Yeah, exactly. And she
1: brings him food she knows he likes. Well, you know what the, the
0: um do you know what this show has helped me contextualize?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh my beloved the man from nowhere. Because do you know what we don't have a lot of here in Canada or indeed I... in most parts of North America? Mixed-use properties. That's true. We just don't. No, We don't have a lot of mixed-use properties. And so the whole way, because Man From Nowhere, I was always like, so there's an apartment building with a pawn shop in it? But, you know, this show has reminded me that, yeah, that's actually normal in other, in most other parts of the world for, like, there to be a building where the first two stories are a variety of businesses, many of which also have living areas in them for the people who work there. And then, like, everything above it will be a like apartment building and like that's actually normal and it's only recently like post the 70s that they have made that kind of mixed use development has you know completely disappeared with the advent of well not even the 70s like after the 50s when they decided to build suburbs like the whole concept of mixed use development has kind of disappeared because i was thinking when i lived in montreal and when i went to like the old parts of Montreal, they had those kind of mixed use thing where the first two stories would have a bunch of stores and then there'd be some apartments above. But like all of the newer parts of Montreal I went to didn't have anything like that.
1: No, and it's it's interesting. Now, your building, though, does have a mixed use. Yeah, my the building I live in does have, but then... It's not um, useful. Um, no, 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 no.
0: But it's mixed use in the sense that there are offices on the yes. first floor. And yeah. that is very different from having stores and restaurants. And well, no, like and things. if
1: you go to the right, I get some of it must be on the second floor too, eh? Some of yeah. those offices. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's not this kind of a mixed use. But no. Um, no. you know no, I it's, just, no, it just it's something that I had
0: always wondered about in my beloved Man from Nowhere, which I just watched the other day again, because I watch Man from Nowhere a lot.
1: <laughs> well, it's a good <laughs> It's a good movie. It's a
0: masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Come on. I don't have to apologize for that.
1: And we still have to see I Saw the Devil.
0: Oh, we're going to. uh, Very soon, in fact. Uh, But, you know, we ended up doing Vincenzo first, which I think was a good choice. Oh, no kidding. Oh, man. All right. So, Vincenzo, again, if you'll remember last episode, he was actually uh, feeding Inzagi. Yes, and coming to peace with it, and in this episode, the people of the building are bringing him food and trying to make peace with him. See yeah. again, they are mirroring his relationship with the building and his relationship with the bird uh so then they go downstairs, he's like, "You're right, so he and Xiaoyun young go downstairs to have another meeting, right, and how they we're gonna have a plan, and we're gonna defeat Babel yeah. uh, and we have. We're going to need a ridiculous amount of teamwork for this next job. And in a crucial scene, the members of the balloon company have now been invited to the scheme. Yes. And meeting. to be part of the group. Like this is the first time that's happened. They've actually what? invited the gangsters who run the balloon company to the planning meeting and they've invited them in on the scheme. So it's like, they really are becoming part of the fam- the extended family. That is the building. And now we get just so many delight, like, I just, one after, and the thing is that there's not, it's not that there's a ton to talk about here except for, you know, one important character moment between the two of them. But, like, this is a farce scene, right, that you just have to watch to believe. (laughs) It is so well done. Like, this wonderful, all of the things, because... They, um, okay, so I'll just, I'll set it up. The, oh. um, inside <laughs> the office, inside the office of the the woman who runs the gallery, mm-hmm. there is a, uh, if they can get it on her so computer, large. that's where the file is. And, but there's no justification to get on the computer, except she has a, she has a art installation made by an unbelievably famous artist that went straight from the artist to her. And no one has seen it except for her.
1: Oh, well, like no, so it went from the amazing. artist. I think oh, yes. it went to another owner. Yes, and, and then, then it her. was...
0: You're right. But the yes. point is, it's never been publicly displayed. There never are no photographs it. nobody displayed. knows what this thing is. And it's like the holy grail of art fans. Yes. And so only a huge VIP would be able to see the thing. And... Oh my gosh, you get a great scene where like two Americans are coming to see it, like coming to see and rent it. Like they're renting out the (laughs) private, they're renting out the gallery for private uh, dinner and viewing. And it's like these guys, we feel like they could get in to see it. And so they have the hacker, right? Go in and change the faces to the two of them, right? And they're going to go and impersonate. Uh, which by the way leads to a hilarious scene where it, Vincenzo's like, Are you seriously gonna dress like that?
1: Because <laughs> she's yeah,
0: wearing a I business know. suit. We're going to an art gallery private viewing. You're wearing a
1: business suit? What are you thinking?
0: She's like No, no woman, no woman,
1: no <laughs> woman yes, that I go take go. out is going to look like, like that, that. is gonna dress like that. <laughs> I know. Oh man. And
0: then oh, in a in a fantastic scene. He of course takes her shopping, yes, and buys her a necklace and an outfit, and it's all very sweet and romantic, and it's quite beautiful. But he can't stop, you know, mock uh, in his own way, teasing and mocking her for actually finally dressing like a lady for once. <laughs> oh, the casual sexism! <laughs> the casual sexism. Oh, uh, but then we cut away to the uh, the Americans and Mr. Nam comes to pick them up and of course instead of going to the gallery he takes them to the plaza where they quite understandably think they're being abducted for ransom yes <laughs> because the chef shows up and Mr. Tak shows up with his scissors they're like oh my god please I can pay you down and then we cut away and like oh this is, this is kind of scary for them <laughs> yeah. yes Oh, God! But when we cut back, when we cut back to them watching, okay. Well, yes. well okay. We'll get there in a second. We'll get there in a yeah. second.
1: Just because I mean, I you could just do the American couples thing. It yeah, was just the, perfect. There was my honestly that might be
0: my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, the American couples' day at the plaza is so beautifully yeah edited. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again. And you can't take it apart from what's going on with Vincenzo and cha young because it's paralleling all of the stuff they're going through. Yeah. Uh, because, of course, they show up and they're like, uh, and the, the woman who manages the place is like, I understand one of you speaks Korean. And so Vincenzo means is like, yep, she barely says anything. <laughs> <laughs> and tweaks Before she shit. can jump in. <laughs> But it's like, and as they're ushered in, the American couple is like being treated to traditional Korean dance performance and a fine Italian meal.
1: Oh, and it was just you know you just I mean the funny thing is is it also gives them this particular actor a yeah. chance to perform. I know. I mean, it was a it's it it was um this.
0: Stunning scene, right? It really is. It is a great dance performance he
1: does. Yes. Yeah. You know, it is just, and the music and the performance, it yeah. was just, and the couple are just entranced. I
0: know. And it then was they was get so beautiful. Like, it's such yeah. a, and they're like, oh, I'm so happy we did this instead of the gallery.
1: Yes. <laughs> you know, because that's the
0: thing. It's like you're in Korea and you're just going to an art gallery. For rich people like you came all the way to the uh korea to go to the kind of art gallery you could go to anywhere yeah. spoiler alert um this is another thing that has caused people uh okay. the infection of wealth under Listen. culture Listen. i was just gonna say okay. but before you continue the infection of wealth into culture is that all of the um is that all art galleries everywhere are exactly the same because only rich people go to art galleries, and art gall- and rich people expect to be exactly comfortable as comfortable wherever they go,
1: okay, now, and then we get behind them this motto: "Listen to the world, move your life just like a dance, listen Aww. to the music, move your body just like life okay. <laughs> And that so is, nice. that is written on the wall behind in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the couple. Yep. You know, as I said, I I mean, the, the things that I like you'd first pick time, up. Yeah. Like I knew there was words there, but you know, you never
0: just, read it before.
1: Well, no. Cause I was focusing on every, all the
0: other <laughs> on the dance. The I, thing, I know. Yeah. It's yeah. really well done. uh and then we get a um right uh we get a wonderful thing where the uh the woman and again you want to talk about a a great setup the woman who runs the gallery gives them this speech about how she fell in love with art because her lover abandoned her on the steps of an art gallery and at her lowest moment like the paintings were comfort and i knew that it's like uh that that was like that that i was going to devote my uh my life to my passion for art right and it's it's this nice little line and you're like that's a weird thing to talk about and reveal and you're like oh no she's trying to help set the mood because she hands vincenzo the thing that he sent ahead an engagement ring
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and they're both because the music the violin players are coming down and all of the other stuff and you know yeah, she yeah. she figures it out that something's going on before he does oh of course right she's going oh dear oh oh, oh. <laughs> and then she's Such good... terrible english yep oh my god her terrible english is so funny <laughs> yes and then you have and they're taking pictures of it Yep. He's got and, and she's got to prompt him to get down on his knee. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> poor. <laughs> poor poor Vincenzo. It's
1: oh, not how Robinson. we wanted to ever do it. I don't think no. he ever wanted to do what's coming next.
0: Yeah. The uh he's forced to propose to Young. Yep. And of course the ring doesn't quite fit because A, it wasn't made for her, but B, on a metaphorical level, like it's not like she's really committing to him yet. Again, again, the ring not fitting is also a metaphor. But that's okay. But, yeah, no, it's fine. It's it's well done. I'm saying that it's like they aren't ready to be a couple yet. That's why the ring doesn't fit. Yeah. And that's, again, that's the level of thought that's being put into this but they uh but yes they finally have this big dramatic kiss in front of everybody. Yeah.
1: And all of the all of the the stuff comes down, the confetti. Yeah. The confetti comes
0: down and it's a beautiful like just a a beautiful scene for the two of them. They have the kiss, the confetti falls and she's fully kissing him and his eyes are wide open with this panic. And then all face.
1: of a sudden. Oh. <laughs> okay, continue. Then all of a sudden he joins and that's yep. it. You yep, know, and finally. then we have, you know, c- episode 14, we get to kiss. But then the genius part is
0: when he starts kissing her seriously, her eyes open in shock. Yeah. Again, because she didn't really think that would happen. And again, we play the same love theme. Is it love? Yeah. Or is this and love, it's so- that is played yeah. in every romantic scene before? And. <laughs> You get this look between them, and you're like, oh, this is for real now.
1: <laughs> you know, and, then, and then they're all clapping their hands, everybody so who's there, <laughs> and he goes, well, I'll do it later. You know, you've got <laughs> to kiss her now. No, I'll do it later, but I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and she just grabs him, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so beautiful how they set up that scene.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. You know, you know, to keep it from being and in the
0: But then, at the same time, at the same time, even though they don't have a ring, we have the real Mr. Anderson proposing to his girlfriend yes. in the
1: temple. Unreal, <laughs> as the priests bless them. Yes,
0: oh, Especially. such a good scene. <laughs> Oh, I was I was laughing so hard when
1: I saw this the first time because it's so perfectly done. Uh huh. And oh. it, and I'm still not sure whether or not they got married. I and I
0: think it might be no. Uh, the yeah. the you show the wording. Yeah. Uh, you show the wording of the thing. It really does seem like this is a a Buddhist wedding ceremony. Yeah. Based on the word, so yes, I think they just got Buddhist married as he proposed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll still do a wedding, but it does seem like that couple got married in that scene, in which Korea. makes it in, in <laughs> Korea all the better. Yep. Oh, and then of course, now that everything's the way they want it, and they've fully like gotten in the confidence of the lady, now it's time for Cha Young to play the thing that's like, "What about that? Uh, what about that one piece I've heard?" No, uh, no, no. We you gotta know you've
1: missed. You've missed. Miss? You've missed the the car scene. With Which the two women, with, with our hacker, with oh, yes, right. our accountant. Yes. And yeah, no, the no, no. And the no. Accountant. This yes. is the most, this scene is yeah. the most under understated. Yes. Right? And yet tells you so much right?
0: about these characters. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I shouldn't have swapped, I, I shouldn't have glossed over that. Explain it.
1: Yeah, no, so you have, you know, I, and he calls them, are you ghost stones? Because the two of them, I guess, have been sitting there, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely silent.
1: Absolutely silent, you know. And he's saying, "Can't you guys talk?" Yeah, you know, ghost stones, you know. And and the two, so he finally gives them. I guess this 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 thing is coffee candy.
0: Yeah, it's chocolate with uh, coffee in it, so it's like caffeine and chocolate.
1: Okay, so it's a caffeine chocolate. It's a pop,
0: yeah, it's a caffeine chocolate bar. Energy. It's like an energy bar but it's a chocolate bar. Okay. Know? So imagine, you know, imagine people taking shots of a, like imagine a chocolate bar with a couple of shots of espresso in it. That's what that is. So,
1: yes. So, so then it's
0: energy chocolate.
1: So then our security person, we won't yeah. call her a hacker anymore. No. Says says to the accountant, you're in, so but to be fair, in my defense. She does
0: refer to herself as a hacker as well. So yes. there you go.
1: Well she in is. In my defense. <laughs> okay. But anyway. So so she says, so she says to the accountant, You're so pretty. The accountant says, You too. This is the <laughs> of their, their interaction. Yeah. And then, and then her, you know, and he's sitting in the back, right? Yeah. You know, he's sitting in the back, his hands. His head in his hands. My good God. And then our hacker, you know, compliments the account on her lipstick. Yep. Right. And then said, and then I can't remember what, what, what does, uh, just a moment. I'll, go I'll, check. I'll Let's go check. Go check the line.
0: But yes, that is a very good scene.
1: You know, um, just a sec. So she yeah. says, what is the color of your. The lipstick. Yeah. Yeah, um, that not just I've got to get the scene because it's 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 just too great. I get it, I believe you know? me. I and get the thing it. is, yeah. when he gives them the coffee, right, he says, You'll be awake and happy. Well, nothing yeah. in their faces change nothing after they've eaten it. That's good. No expression
0: that's, whatsoever, no
1: expression, nothing changes. Nope, except she says, You're so pretty. Uh, it yes, um, we're a team, so you should chat you're so pretty you too yeah. okay now what's the line what's your lipstick color oh they don't translate the color no
0: that i Isn't did notice
1: that they don't translate the color i was i was thinking that if i went back i would get the name of the color but they don't, translate yeah, they don't. The, the color and then she says now obviously it, it has to be an important, like the name of the lipstick has to be important Notable. because yeah. our hacker then says, I see, it suits you perfectly. In other yeah. words, the color. It of the ha- There has to be a name, name.
0: There has to be a joke name
1: to it that reflects yes. the character. And then, and then of course. That we're not getting. Yeah, that we're just missing, right? Yeah, and yeah. then, and then what's, its, what's his name? name what's his face is sitting in the back it's like listening to two ghosts talking i know <laughs> so i don't know it might be vampire red or something i something don't like
0: that yeah with her black that would that would fit her, her well yes
1: yes her gothic look right yep so i mean that was just such just, it's a great it, scene it's not even long but it is just perfect yep no
0: i loved it I absolutely loved loved that scene. And you're right. It's a great moment. So now we can rush through this part because it's just plot mechanics and there's not a lot of uh, character stuff. Because they convince her, uh, they convince the woman who runs the place to let them into her office to see
1: the most important piece. That's what it's called. The piece
0: is called Nothing. Yeah. And so they see a lamp and they're like, oh, it's beautiful. No, that's a lamp. Nothing is over here. And it's footprints on a stone and so the nothing is it's the absence of the person who was on the stone and it's cute and so they create meanwhile everybody else from the plaza creates a coordinated uh giant distraction outside and a huge scene and a huge scene until she's forced to come uh and uh, see them which gives them a chance to hook the wi-fi uh dongle up to her computer so the hacker can get in and steal all of the files about how Wusang uh Wu-Sang, oh my god, how Babel is secreting its money around. Yeah. And so, you know, we get the standard uh the standard heist thing where like is are, is it gonna happen in time? Is the all the work gonna get done? They're like de- desperately watching a meter go up and it's well shot. And the music's great. So you really do are have a lot of tension over whether it's going to get there in time. So it's just very good on that front loved that and then uh, you know they're scanning they're scanning and like the one woman the the two people are one i left something very important inside and the other woman is saying my art was stolen (laughs) (laughs) my art was plagiarized and so then the quote-unquote cops show up right I know. Well, they call the cops, right? They call the quote-unquote quote cops. cops. <laughs> and then the quote-unquote cops show up. And it's just, you know, more of the plaza. Yeah, more and of the plaza guys. Yeah, more of the plaza guys. And then we get a great moment, just a fantastic moment, where we find out that, like, the painting she says was copied is a ridiculous... <laughs> A ridiculous picture of a dog, which I thought was pretty nice. And the important thing that the woman said she was looking for was her gum from the wall. (laughs) Ah! Oh, that made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Watching her grab the used gum and pop it into her mouth. Ugh. Yikes.
1: It was, Uh, but uh,
0: but it's great because you get the hackers teaming up because you have the hacker who gets them in and you have the accountant figuring out where the files will be and which files they need. So everybody is working together perfectly, right? (laughs) It's so well done, like this scene. And then so finally, we're gonna wrap up the thing. They all come outside, and now it's time to uh, reveal the scam. And now that they have uh, evidence on her. Get some information out of the woman who runs the uh <laughs> runs the gallery by flashing badges and, and yes and uh-huh. Mr. An comes in yeah, well, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> All of their work is streamlined a lot by having a guy who's in the secret services on yeah. the <laughs> that that yeah. does help their schemes quite a bit, I think <laughs> yeah, so Mr. Ann shows up and
1: demands to know. Yeah, what yes. files?
0: Like, what have they what been paintings. laundering? What have they been doing? And what painting?
1: No, it's the paintings because yeah. that's what they say. They're from the, like, Vincenzo and, <laughs> excuse me, Cha Young. Cha Young are say ages. they're
0: from Italian. yeah, they say they're Italian special art. agents.
1: Yeah,
0: looking for, stolen art. Looking uh, for stolen art, stolen and smuggled art. Yeah, and they're like, so which one doesn't have provenance?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and she, uh, yeah. Mr. An is like, yep, and this is completely true because I, a member of the Secret Service, you know, the uh, Korean Secret Service, have been working with them for months to try and catch these art smugglers. Yes. It's good. Like,
1: it's a good way to get out. Yeah, to get out of this this whole thing because it looks like they're going to get caught. Yep. And they got but a bunch of said, guards. And, and I have to admit, the first time I saw, how the hell are they going to get out of this one?
0: Like, Yeah, I, well, yeah I, like
1: you expect that they will have a solution, but it's like, what is it going to be?
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And you can actually make the assumption. And first off, I love Mr. Ons like the way he always runs into situations and flashes his badge to everybody. Yeah. Like sticks it in everyone's face right away. Here. No, no, it's me. it's me. It's me. It's me. See, that's me. He He does that every time and I love it. But it's like, it was a great um, prediction for them to make, because it's like, if she's corrupt enough to, uh, if she's corrupt enough to be doing the banking stuff for Babel, obviously she's going to be dealing in stolen art too. People who are corrupt aren't just corrupt in one way, you know? (laughs) It's a good guess. And then we get the funny scene where Mr. Uh An tries to tower over her (laughs) to make a point, because he's two inches shorter than she is. And then she stands on her toes to remind him that she's actually taller, oh yeah, oh, such a good I mean everything about it because the genius is they've gotten what they wanted, and they made it look like so like they knew they were going to get caught, but they made it look like it was entirely a government thing, so she'll never think to realize that Babel's information has been compromised yeah its it's a good scene,, and meanwhile, guess who shows up in korea the Mm -hmm. italian gangsters
1: oh yeah 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 okay that's absolutely so they walk out
0: yeah and but just as they whack up uh wind up the scene the italian gangsters show up
1: yeah
0: oof and we know oh it's all about to go down and so we get a great scene with uh at like chai young and vincenzo they've ended their night they've had their biggest win in a while and it all went perfectly exactly according to plan and so they're giggling they're so happy and he's gonna walk her back all right and then they're walking back to jib and like should we get a celebratory drink drink uh drink on the roof and as they're talking about what kind of snacks to get Uh he uh he notices something yeah And he's like, you go get the beers. I'll head up first and prepare things. And she's like, what are you talking about? Prepare things. And he's like, last time I was up there, people had scattered some boxes everywhere. Let me just go clean up. Because what we find out is he noticed people at the periphery of his vision standing up at the Plaza Mezzanine watching him. And he immediately knows what it is. He immediately knows that gangsters are on their way to murder him and he can't risk her life. So he separates himself out and goes off on his own. And we see him as he's walking, playing with his uh, lighter. As he always does when, you know, violence is happening.
1: Yeah, violence is coming.
0: And that's when he starts playing with it. And he manages to get one of the guys alone, you know, uh, grabs him, puts the guy's own gun to his head and tells the other guy to put his gun down. But there was a third guy that Vincenzo didn't know about. Yep. And so they, you know, uh, they kick Vincenzo, they surround Vincenzo, they put a gun to Vincenzo's head. And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) What? What are you doing to me, show? But again, now that I understand that this was a Sunday episode, I get why the (laughs) I get why it's such a
1: brutal cliffhanger, yeah. but oh my God, what a cliffhanger. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, as I said, I was lucky enough the first time I watched it that I could just go to the next next episode right away. Yeah, I'm not. I'm
0: not able to do that. We have to record my initial reaction to these things. And wait till you Oh, No, I can't wait to see. Oh my God. Wow. But yeah, um I am definitely going to be interested to see what happens next with oh god with his brother. Yeah, so good. I mean, but this is like it is by far the lightest episode we've had in ages. Yep. You know, I guess the lightest episode since um uh since he um since he seduced Mr. Na. You know? Yes. Yeah. It's like the lightest episode since he seduced Mr. Na in that wonderful, wonderful <laughs> 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 Still one of the high points of the series is the time he seduced Mr. Na. <laughs> oh, God. I loved that episode so much. And this is the first light episode we've had s- uh, since. And so... Because we're closing in on the end of the show, they're like, yeah, you don't get to have a completely light episode. No, things are going to go real bad, real fast right here at the end.
1: Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. It'll oh, keep my you God. On just waiting for Saturday night. I know. Man,
0: does this show keep you on your toes. Do they know how to get you, like, on the edge of your seat for the next episode? Wow. Again, this is again like two seasons of television. Cause it's it's two hours per episode, you know? And yeah. it's twenty episodes, so it's the same as a forty episode TV show, which would be two seasons. It's insane and it's magnificent. Oh no, I adore it. This has been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. So yeah, it's it's crazy. Like you go, Vincenzo. Like this is this has been amazing, and it just gets better and better. But like I can't express how sweet all of the scenes with the American couple are. Yes, like the American couple's story through the episode, like from being terrified that they're being kidnapped to watching the art to having the proposal there to everybody, you know, doing late night drinking games in the bar. It's all so well done and it's so beautiful. Like they tell this, you know, this perfectly happy story about this couple while they're also doing the heist story off to the side. Yeah. About the awesome experience this couple got to have because they needed to have their identity stolen for a heist. It's
1: it's (laughs) fantastic. You know, please. And and they get, and then they get their, uh, you know, they get their world back again. So, yep it wasn't like it was going to be permanent. Oh, exactly. Like they're not stealing you know? their identities or anything. It's just no. like
0: they needed to use their names for 3 hours for one night, yeah. you know?
1: <laughs> and they took care to give them the experience of a lifetime that they will talk about for the rest of their lives.
0: Yeah, like the the, the wonderful got proposal, yeah, the wonderful proposal story happening as part of like this insane night of hanging around with Korean people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and probably getting married.
0: Yeah, oh, it's a great thing. <laughs> they may not hey, yeah, have and, known that. Yeah, they may not have known it, but they definitely got, you know, Buddhist married. Yep. <laughs> so it's just, just again, after how, you know, bleak and scary it's been for so long,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it is nice to have an episode that we just, like, enjoyed. And, you know it's probably the least June woo we've had in an episode since he was revealed, like since they found out he was, the. well, it's
1: probably the least least babble we've had in the episode.
0: Because we just have the babble scene. Like we have the courtroom, not the courtroom, the prosecutor's office scene. We have the drinking scene afterwards. And then we have the ex chairman coming to Vincenzo to offer him, offer to betray his brother with, it's like, if I if I you know get out of the way and help you take down and uh, kill my brother, like will you let me go? Yeah. <laughs> and it's so ah uh, the thing is it's like dude, Vincenzo's not gonna respect anyone who begs him. It's just not gonna happen. Like maybe he'll maybe he'll uh uh maybe he'd be willing to make a deal with you. I mean we find out why he isn't and it makes sense, but again that ties him with his own ideas of what it is to be a mafiosi a mafioso um mafiosi is plural a mafioso but at the end of the day even if he was going to make a deal with you you're not going to get the deal by begging him (laughs) like that's just not who he is all right i cannot wait to see next week's episode which means i get to go watch it right now which i'm very happy about uh so i'm gonna go do that (laughs) but all of you i want to thank you for watching I want to say, if you're listening to this on some sort of an app or podcatcher, please be sure to rate and review it, because that's how people find the show. If you have any questions, comments for us, or if there's any profiling-related fiction you think we should check out, drop us a line at profilingcriminalminds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, We're going to see you here back next week for episode 15 of Vincenzo. But until then, I'll say au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks
1: Podcasting Network.